Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I want to continue our talk on buffering today, and I want to tell you that I wouldn't be able to operate and oversee all of these projects if I was utilizing mental energy or physical time to avoid uncomfortable emotions. And what I basically mean by that is I wouldn't be able to do all these projects as I was buffering, right? If I was buffering, if I was using my time and using my mental energy, I wouldn't be able to do that. I have to maximize. I get to maximize each half hour block of every day to accomplish my goals, my goals of creating and contributing, and I'm feeling energized and excited about it all. You know, I don't feel overwhelmed. I don't feel fatigued. I don't feel exhausted by it. And I want to share that experience. I want to share that power with you because it's such an incredible feeling to not be the slave to a desire that I created, right? Like we all create our own buffers. We all create our own desires. And I create this over-desire, this, this, this buffer that I created myself in the hopes that I could avoid something that is actually the most important thing for me to understand. And that's understanding myself and understanding my brain. So in the hopes of avoiding myself, in the hopes of avoiding my brain, I went off and I created over-desire with these buffers. And it's an incredible feeling not to be a slave to that. So it's so important that I want to remind you of two things that I said last week. First, I said that all my students work on buffering when they enter the academy. And I want you to know, it's kind of like boot camp. It's like an internship. It's like going into any type of group and that training process for academy students is becoming aware of observing what you're buffering with. And that is what they do in addition to their curriculum, right? So is it easy? No way. No way is it easy being an academy student. But being the best version of yourself, learning to grow into more of who you are, isn't an easy thing. And its virtue is in its difficulty. The value of elevating and living into your alpha as an alpha male is vast and beyond the scope of this podcast episode. But it all begins with removing the barrier of self-created over-desire and compulsive urges. You know, and that is actually going to lead me to the second thing I want to talk to you guys about that I mentioned last week, which is that you don't have to stop buffering to develop. You don't have to stop buffering in order to improve. And that is true. However, this is a big however. It's a huge seven letters, right? I want to add or amend even and say that buffering is, by definition, a refusal to work on yourself in the most basic ways at the most fundamental levels, right? Because it's essentially it's avoiding emotion. It's avoiding you. It's avoiding how you feel. It's avoiding what you're thinking. It's avoiding your belief systems. It's avoiding, you know, your thought patterns. So instead, I will say it to you like this. You have the option to live your life as you want. And I've always said that. You can always, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're one of my, you know, guys in the audience and you've listened to all these episodes, then I know you want to be the best version of yourself, right? If you choose to live as an alpha male from your alpha state, you must turn your attention to buffering and you've got to start to remove that barrier. At least look at that and be very honest with yourself about that. You can still work on health. You can still work on creating optimal health, massive wealth, and amazing relationships while you continue to buffer. However, your full alpha state to truly live as an alpha male, to live in your alpha state requires a clean mind a complete extraction from the matrix. 
and that is to remove your buffering. Now, last week I taught you guys about what buffering is and some of the things you can expect when you stop buffering, right? The value of stop of and ending your buffering, the value of you know eliminating all buffering in your life. In this episode, I want to mention just one thing. Now, this one thing I could teach about four hours because it is a foundation of the philosophy I use when I teach and I coach, and it is the science of the brain. It is the function of the brain as it relates to the brain's connection with the body and motivation for survival. It is the program upon which the beta condition is built. It's like the hard drive on, this, on, on which that software is programmed on, that, that beta condition software. Without this hard drive, without this program, there would be no beta condition. Its basic function of the primal brain is primordial in origin and insidious in its existence, brother. Like, this is the basic structure of the matrix, and it's built by humans living under the direction of the primal brain with their knowledge of technology and no knowledge of themselves. Now, if you can keep this one thing, the one thing that I'm going to teach you today, if you can keep this one thing in your mind and remember it and train yourself from your desire to own it, then you will be in this space. This will be a game changer. Like this will be a life changer. This one thing will change your life right now. This one thing is the motivational triad of the brain and how it functions to keep the body alive. So what is the motivational triad? I have mentioned this before. I have talked about this before, but I'm going to talk about it now as it relates to buffering and potentially a whole other way. I want you to think about the brain as this computer that's only mission, it's only job. The, the, the software of this computer, the, what's running here is to keep the body alive, is to keep the organism alive. It's running a survival program. Just survive, right? That's the move. That's how we do this. Now, the Members of our species that followed this program, that followed this motivational triad program, they became the humans of today. They survived and passed on those genes that continued to run this motivational triad. The humans that were running a different program from their brain, a different motivational triad, or having some sort of different thing happening, some sort of different motivation, they did not survive. They didn't make it this far. So now we have a species of human with this brain that is running this program in order to keep us alive. It's found the best way to do that. And remember, I want you to understand this is all pre-prefrontal cortex. This is all before the prefrontal cortex. This is happening from the beta condition. Now, what's happening here is that the brain is sending messages to the body that says either, yes, this is a great. We need this. This is important. This matters to our survival. And when it does that, it sends pleasure into the body, kind of reminding the body that, hey, this is something we should do again. We should hit this up again. Like we should be more involved with this. It does this with food. It does this with sex. It does this with sleep. It does this with optimal temperatures of ambient environment, like comfort levels of, the, of how what's happening externally on our skin, you know, those hot and cold temperatures. It's happening all the time, judging the environment based on that pleasure or on the other side, the pain. But first of all, let's talk about that pleasure. So if there's something pleasurable happening, the brain will send a message to the body says, yes, do this again. If it didn't, understand this brother, like if it didn't do that, then we just wouldn't have any motivation to do that activity again, right? We would have no motivation to go out there and have sex again, which means we would never be out there procreating, which means our species wouldn't 
pass along genes. We wouldn't pass along genes. Our species wouldn't survive. And again, the humans that didn't have that dopamine response, that pleasure chemical response to sex, those genes didn't pass on because they weren't having sex, right? They weren't out there passing on their genes. It's the same with food. When we eat food, the brain's like, oh, this is important. This means that we're going to survive. So let's send some pleasure to the body to remind the body to do it again, right? To go out there and eat again, because otherwise we just wouldn't, right? We'd be out there doing other things. We'd be out there doing whatever. In this day and age, who knows? But back then, maybe, I don't know, chasing birds around, you know, chasing squirrels, you know, playing with whatever plants. I don't know. But Back then, we were, okay, this is important. We need to eat again because that's what the brain is telling us unconsciously to survive. That's one of the corners of the, of the triad. That's one of the corners of the triangle. Another corner is to avoid pain. Somewhere down the line, the brain started to pick up signals from the environment that said, this is dangerous, you know, startle, danger, fear. And that startle, danger, fear coming, you know, that fear from the amygdala that start that began to tell that, create that message from the brain going to the body saying, this is dangerous. Avoid this. You know, this is uncomfortable. This is fear. This is uncomfortable. We need to avoid this area. The message is fear, right? Danger, danger. We just feel uncomfortable. We're like, okay, something about this doesn't feel right, right? Something about this doesn't feel good. We get that message from the brain and it's just saying, okay, stay away from. And that message comes from some sort of learning that the brain has processed to say, this is going to harm us. This is going to hurt us. This is going to kill us. Now, maybe it we saw it and we saw our friends like, you know, walk into a rattlesnake patch and it was like, whoa, okay, we're now learning that that is not good. <laughs> Rattlesnakes are not good, right? But maybe it has something to do with something else that we've taught ourselves from lessons that we developed during our childhood from our beta condition and even into our adulthood, lessons that we continue to process subconsciously. That's what's happening now. But understand that the reason why the brain developed this way is to avoid the situations that would cause harm or death to the body. And in order to avoid those situations, the brain would send emotional messengers of discomfort to say, avoid this, stay away from this, this is harmful. The third point of the triangle is efficiency. What the brain wants to do is it wants to code these messages so fast that they're unconscious, that you don't have to consciously think about them, to process them, to learn. You learn them and then they're coded so they happen automatically. They happen so quickly that you just feel the emotional signal, you feel the emotional feeling before you even know what you're thinking. It happens just immediately. Now, the brain wants to do this for a couple of reasons. Number one, understand this all has to do with safety. This all has to do with survival. If you're sitting there thinking about it, you might be taking too long. That might be a safety hazard. You know, spending time in thought, doesn't the brain doesn't like that. No, no, no. We need to act. We need to move. We don't need to spend time in thought. We just need to eat, right, to feel good, or we need to have sex to feel good, or we need to rest, or we need to run, right? We need to fight or flight. We need to do something. And so it doesn't like to sit there and think about the thought. It just wants to code it immediately, make it automatic. The other reason the brain likes to do this is because it is a energy burning machine, brother. Let me tell you something. The brain burns so many calories. Like to, to be conscious of your thoughts, to be thinking about thoughts, to be learning something all the time, burns a lot of fuel, burns a lot of caloric energy. You've really got to be eating and replenishing that fuel a lot. Now, because there wasn't a lot of food back then, you know, there was the hunter and gathering phase of this adaptation of this, you know, movement, human beings needed that quick wiring. They needed that efficiency so that the brain wasn't out there burning up a lot of energy in order to send these 
chemical messengers in order to send these emotions. Now, that's the motivational triad, right? That's how the brain develops. That's the brain that we all have. That's the primordial brain that we are all sort of born with and given as a foundation for which the beta condition is built upon. The beta condition starts to build on this motivational triad where the brain is already out there seeking things that it deems important for survival. And it's going to code those things with pleasure, with dopamine, to remind the body, hey, that's good. I like that. Let's do that some more. And it's going to already be out there looking for things that it says, hey, this is no good. We don't like this. This is dangerous to us. It could cause us death. Let's stay away from it at all costs. It's already doing that. So when we look at the matrix, when we really think about circumstance, we look at you know everything outside of us and we know that it's all truly neutral, we know that it's all truly objective, I want you guys to know right off the bat, like at birth, your brain is already slicing it up. Your brain is already out there looking for positives and negatives. It's already looking for ups and downs, lefts and rights. It's already looking for goods and bads, likes and dislikes. So it's happening and it's doing all this in order to feed you with that data of emotion and guide you into action. Now, it would be a bummer if we didn't have any control over that, but we do, and that's the alpha state. Now, why is buffering such an important part of the motivational triad? The reason why is because when we get into our buffering, when we start to have that avoid pain, avoid pain, avoid pain, right? When we get to that point of the primordial motivational triad from the beta condition, whatever that pain is, that the beta condition is, you know, we've, we've conditioned ourselves to believe is that, that painful thing, and we decide to buffer, we decide to avoid that, and that buffer now becomes... That pleasure, that buffer now gives us, whoa, dopamine, this feels great. And the brain starts to tie that activity, that buffer, whatever it is, into survival. Now we're getting pleasure. So the first thing we want to do is avoid the negative. We avoid the negative with all the technology and innovation and, and invention and, and all the wonderful things that we get to experience in the 21st century. I mean, we have sugar, we have you know, movies and video games, we've got social media, we've got uh, all kinds of stuff that is so concentrated in its source of false pleasure and its source of dopamine because it's synthetic and it's man-made. But when we get into it and we drop all that dopamine into our body, into from our brain, the first thing we've done is we've succeeded in what our brain wants to do by avoiding that uncomfortable emotion. The other thing we've done is we've given our brain all that pleasure and we've tied that activity into hyper survival because of the concentration. You know, if we go in and we eat a strawberry in the, in the wild, the wild strawberry, and we get that sugar and our brain says, whoa, that's necessary. Like we need to eat, you know, that glycogen is important for us to, you know, release insulin and store nutrients in the cells. And, and, you know, it's, it's good for energy. You know, the glycogen we burn is energy and we oxidate it. It's all great stuff. Like we need it. So the brain says, here's some dopamine. Here's the dopamine body. Remember the strawberry patch and go and eat here some more. Eat more of these, right? But now in the 21st century, when we're eating like, you know, Twinkies or we got something with hyper like a donut or just eating like a slice of bread, bro. Like think about that. A slice of bread <laughs> has more sugar in it than a strawberry, right? Because it's concentrated. You take the flour and you mill it down into like it's your concentrated source. Then you use that concentrated source to create this very, very dense carbohydrates, this very dense sugar. And from that, the brain's like, whoa, 
you know, if a strawberry was, you know, meant this much to our survival, like if it was like a five on the survival scale, then this piece of bread is like a hundred. And now it's like, whoa, I need that. And that's what it does. That's what all buffering does. It doesn't matter what it is, whether it's the social media, you know, you get on it a little bit and all of a sudden you're like on that phone all the time. I remember, guys, you know, smartphones didn't come out very long ago. Understand like these are the 2007, I think was the first iPhone. So understand that, you know, it's been less than two decades, you know, just, just over one decade in fact, but now everybody's got them and everybody's hooked on them there. You know, we're all looking at them because of what it does to the amygdala, of what it, beca- what it does to our brain it attracts our brain. Our brain loves that. It loves the dopamine that it gets from that. And then when we do, when we put it down, then all of a sudden we're no longer getting that anymore. It's such a fascinating thing. But that's why buffering is so important. It's not the object, right? It's not the phone. It's not the smartphone. It's not the television, right? It's not the alcohol. It's not the uh, sugar. What it is, is it's that brain. It's that motivational triad of the brain linking so strongly, so strongly that concentrated pleasure, right? And using it to secrete so much dopamine, so much importance, so much survival juice. It's like, it's like you now need this. This piece of bread is now the most important thing in the world, right? Or that television or that social media or that pornography or that alcohol or that whatever it is, you know, the video game, you know, you, you play a video game for 30 minutes, all of a sudden it becomes three hours, right? You kind of lose yourself in there. It's because it's so important. The brain just is hooked on it. It wants it. It needs it. It thinks that that is its survival. Now, as I mentioned, as I kind of set this up ahead of time, I can talk about buffering forever. I could talk about the motivational triad for hours, for literally hours, guys, because it's so important for you to understand. The academy is open enrollment. Enroll in the academy. Get started now. We can get into it. We can really look at whatever it is you're buffering with and help turn that around, really eliminate that immediately. Like you get begin to see results. That's why I like to work with buffering with my students because they begin to see their power almost immediately. It becomes it happens so fast. But I want to finish this podcast on a understanding of how we work with that motivational triad, how we work with the brain to kind of shift things around and really begin to rewrite not just a new program on that foundation of seek pleasure, avoid pain and work as efficient as possible, really what we're doing is we're creating a new foundation. And that's what I mean when I say reprogram the brain. It's not reprogramming the brain by saying we're just going to think new thoughts on top of this desire for you know, that external, on top of that desire for you know, that, that pleasure and that avoiding of pain. Because here's the thing, with the prefrontal cortex, from your alpha state, there's so much more to be had, to be understood from exercising with the brain to take you to the next level of what you already are, but are being sort of plowed down with or sort of being held back with due to (laughs) that foundation, due to that primordial brain. So here's what we do. We rewrite the brain by flipping the motivational triad. There's that beta condition motivational triad or that beta condition that's written on the primordial motivational triad. And then there's the alpha state, which helps to rewrite, to reprogram and write the motivational triad that will take you to the next level, which is to flip it. And here's what we do. We take each corner, we flip it. So with the chasing pleasure, right, with the seeking pleasure, what we want to do is we want to 
make sure that we're choosing the pleasure. We want to make sure we're choosing well-being versus choosing the false pleasures. And how we do that is we look at what is the pleasure. Now, here's the thing. I'm not saying you never drink again. I'm not saying you never play video games again. I'm not saying you never watch television or you never turn on your Netflix, you know, Facebook or whatever. I'm not saying that, YouTube. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is, is that you want, you are in control of that and you're choosing it intentionally and you're choosing well-being, which is the, that true pleasure, not the false pleasure of the hyper dopamine, right? Of the synthetic and saturated dopamine, but the well-being of what is natural for humans to receive pleasure, that authentic or more genuine human state of seeking pleasure, the well-being of, of that versus the false pleasure. Now, of course, if there is an over-desire for the false pleasure, then you know that you've got that, that then you're, you're in the matrix, right? You know that you've got that and the matrix has you. So we want to look at that and we want to make sure that you're not buffering, but you are utilizing the things that you want to utilize in the world. So that's number one. We want to flip that one. The other one is the, the avoidance of pain. And, and here's the thing. People are like, okay, so what are you saying? I should go seek out pain. <laughs> I should seek out emotional discomfort, coach. And, and yeah, yeah, a little bit. See, here's the thing, brother. Like, you got to understand that in order to grow, you have to feel uncomfortable. There is not growth without being preceded by discomfort. Before all any growth can happen, there has to be a space or a season of being uncomfortable. Now, you can either have that discomfort happen to you, you know, unconsciously, right? It's like, okay, now life is happening to me. I'm a victim of the world and, you know, everything's coming down on me here. So it's happening to me and I'm uncomfortable and I'm suffering. Or you can create it for yourself. You can go out there and choose discomfort. You can make it happen for you intentionally so that you're growing on purpose. And really what that means is change. The brain doesn't like change. The brain sees change as something that is dangerous. Again, like if there's change, if there's unknown, if there's unfamiliarity, then there's going to be that fear of non-survival, right? Fear of death, fear of getting hurt. So the brain doesn't like change. And because the brain doesn't like change, if you're going to change, <laughs> if you're going to grow into that next version of yourself, you're going to have to go through that discomfort that comes with change. So you seek out the discomfort. You seek out intentionally the uncomfortable emotions that really, again, and this I teach us at the academy, that really emotions are not uncomfortable. We just subjectify them as uncomfortable, right? They're truly just vibrations in our cells. They're, they're chemical reactions in our cells. So, you know, we subjectify that chemical reaction as uncomfortable. You know, we don't look at salt going into water and the chemical reaction of it diluting, becoming salt water. There's a chemical reaction happening there. We don't say that that's painful for the water, <laughs> right? It's not, it's not an uncomfortable thing or the chemical reaction of like, you know, wood being burned, right? There's a chemical reaction happening there, but we don't look at the wood and say, oh, that wood must be in so much pain, right? We just see it and we observe it because it's neutral. But when we feel our chemical reactions, we have this very subjectivity around it, this experience. I don't want to rob that experience from you. Understand that, brothers. Like, it's very important you understand the emotional experience is the human experience. But when we subjectify it as uncomfortable, then we're adding a level of discomfort on top of the vibration that's already there. So we make it even more uncomfortable by calling it uncomfortable. But we want to seek those out. We want to seek those out intentionally so that we can pass through that discomfort and we can manage that change with intention, with mindfulness. Finally, guys, that last piece, that last corner of the triangle is we want to flip the efficiency. Efficiency really just means like automatically, unconsciously. 
And I want to take that and I want to explain to you that from the alpha state, what you're doing is you are working consciously. You're working very, I would say with effort, with conscious effort. So you are using mental energy, but you're using it very effectively. You're using it at the right time, in the right place. You're becoming conscious. And when it comes to buffering, what the, when that time is is when the urges arise, when the urge for the buffer, when the, that over-desire begins to flow into your body, when the brain starts to say, I want X, like I want whatever it is that that buffer is, and that over-desire, that chemical of deprivation of not having that whatever that is starts to flow into your body, that's when you want to begin to exercise that corner of the triangle where you're now maximizing brain capacity, brain effort, in order to become aware of the emotion, aware of the desire, the over-desire and the thought, and so that you can allow that urge, you can allow that desire to be there. So it's maximizing effort at the right time. Rather than just allowing the brain to run its program, you want to start becoming aware and utilizing consciousness in the right moments. So it's effectiveness in effort, effort and effectiveness. That's the motivational triad that we practice in the academy from the alpha state. So when we really think about survival, what we're really talking about was what is survival? Would you rather survive, like sort of from that beta condition, from that unconscious animal space, just like all the other animals out there, bro. Like just like all the other animals that are living on, I need to eat, I need to have sex, I need to sleep, I need to watch for predators, I need to be on the lookout, I need to be aware of danger and pain and, and you know, death just like every single other animal out there in the wild? Or do you want to thrive? Do you want to thrive in your humanness from your alpha state? Do you want to take that primordial and very sort of animal motivational triad and turn it, elevate your alpha and flip that motivational triad so now your brain serves you as a tool, probably the most powerful tool on the planet and serves you to live the life that you want to live, to live into the life that you desire, that you deserve, and that you can dream of. And that's the truth. That's the move. Because when we flip that, then you chase the discomfort that's required for change. You remove the barriers of the buffers that are creating all that over-desire and false pleasure so that you can enjoy well-being and you can enjoy the contrast of humanness and you become conscious at the right moments you become conscious when you you know elevate that alpha instead of just running in that efficiency you become conscious in the moments that you are working on those changes and you are working on either removing that buffer or creating that goal driving towards whatever accomplishment you're looking towards driving for become conscious in the moments when you've planned to do something that will take you into your future self and your brain is saying, I just don't want to. That is the power of flipping the motivational triad. Now, we are going to discuss buffering next week as well, my friend, and get into how to stop buffering. And I want you to know that you can enroll in the academy today and get on the fast track to quitting, quitting whatever it is that you're buffering with. Now, you can cut back. You can cut back on whatever it is that you're feeling that over-desire for because it's not about the activity. It's not about the action. It's about the emotion. It's about removing the over-desire. So it's not about taking out the action. If you're drinking and you have this over-desire for drinking, then it's about taking out that over-desire so you could still drink when you choose to, but you won't have this compulsive desire to act when you don't want to. 
right? So that's the move. So quitting, if whatever it is you're buffering with or cutting back, but it'll free up your time. It'll free up your mind and it'll free up your drive. It'll free up your drive to act with cutting back on and eliminating those habits that aren't serving you anymore. It'll also build indomitable self-confidence as a byproduct. So the Academy is taking open enrollment now and you can go to thealphamalecoach.com and click on work with Kevin at the top. It'll give you the Spartan Academy option or you can just go straight to elevatedalphasociety.com forward slash elevated alpha society and enroll today so we can start working together and you can start training your brain and elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.